believe I can't sleep. It's time to listen to Courtney at last on the ramblings of an insomniac podcast. Hello, welcome to episode 24 of the ramblings of an insomniac. I am Courtney Perry. Um, I'm having some technical difficulties these days. Um, I'm still not able to get my internet. And now on top of that, both of my microphones, my brand new one, the fancy one that I used just a couple of times. And then the one that I use on my phone are both having a lot of issues. Um, so that seems to be kind of the going theme issues. Um, (laughs) But that's okay. So I hope this works. I'm going to try this again. But um, anyways, episode 24. And there have definitely been numerous things keeping me up these days. And why I have not really been doing any episodes. Um, So we'll just get into it then. Um, I have been dealing a lot with my oldest son and some addiction issues that he's having. And, um, you know, I just kind of want to talk about the different perspectives of addiction. You know, again, I am big on perspective, uh, perspective and um, big on looking at things from all um, angles. And I can tell you from someone who has dealt with addicts since literally the day I was born, literally, and I am now 48, um, I've seen, gosh, I've seen my fair share of um, addicts um, throughout my life. Um, My family members, from my family members to friends to, um, you know, my significant others. So... I just really want to talk about it because it's something that's been keeping me from my podcast and um, I've had to kind of figure out how to prioritize. And right now I've learned that when I get very overwhelmed and there's a lot going on, I have to stop and take a breath, like I always say, and kind of put things into perspective and take things, you know, break them down um, on what I can control and what I can't what is most important and I had to do that because I was starting to feel incredibly anxious and overwhelmed and shutting down a lot and so I said that I would not do that I said I would follow through and that I would be consistent because I always say it's good to be consistent but uh, that's something I want to talk about and that comes with the whole addiction thing and it's something, like I said, that's been really kind of holding me back from these, um, from my podcast. So when you grow up with addicts, um, so for me personally, I will speak from my own personal self. I won't speak on behalf of everybody, but for me personally, growing up with addicts has been, well, it, quite honestly, I feel like I have PTSD and I've never been in war. I've never been in the military, so I'm certainly not going to compare anything I'm going through with that, but I feel like I'm constantly 
aware of my surroundings. I am constantly on the lookout. I am constantly looking for what could happen and on the defense and I'm feeling anxious and just hyper aware of things and that's just not fun to live. Oh gosh, my dog is starting to get away as I'm in the middle of this conversation. Perfect timing, lovely. One minute, please. Anyway, holy banana. Um, so speaking for my my own personal uh, experiences, not on behalf of anybody else, it is, um, I grew up with many people in my family that were addicts. Um, and my real father died from, well, from doing cocaine, um, died on my ninth birthday. Um, it was my ninth birthday and both my dad and my dog died, but my father died because he was up skiing and he was with my half brother and they decided that they would do some cocaine and he died from a heart attack. Um, my father, apparently, I did not know him, by the way. Um, he died on my ninth birthday, but my parents were divorced. And I have a half-brother that is 13 years older than myself, um, who I have met twice. Um, that is another long story, but the point is, uh, he and I did not know each other. He's 13 years older than me because my father was actually 13 years older than my mom. And so anyways, they were divorced. Uh, he was up in um, the, he was up skiing at Timberline and with my brother and they were doing cocaine. He had a heart attack and died. Um, and he struggled with alcohol and different substances. Um, my mother struggled with alcohol as well. She was a pretty big alcoholic. Um, and then I struggled with, my mom got married again to another gentleman who also struggled with alcohol and then got married for the third and final time to the person that I call my father. And he unfortunately was a very large alcoholic. Um, he started drinking in a early age, very early age and got to the point where it was too much on his liver and kidneys and heart and all of that. And he passed away. Um, my mom just recently passed away, like I've talked about, um, and that's from COPD. Um, they were both also smokers. Um, but I've also, you know, had significant others that were alcoholics. And um, now I have a son that struggles with alcoholism as well as gambling. And that combination... Well, by itself, alcohol is difficult, and by itself, gambling is difficult. And then you mix the two together, and that's just, well, that's a challenge. And, you know, there's so many things that people tell you how you should handle this with your, with your grown adult child, your grown adult son. And how people tell you and what counselors say and professionals and just other people like friends and family say, you know, to handle it and how you want to as a mom are just, it's a hard struggle. You know, you don't want to enable. Enabling's not good. 
but you also don't want to just allow them to feel like they aren't supported and you don't want them to feel alone because that's probably going to cause them to want to drink more or whatever substance or thing it is. And so it's hard. It's really hard to watch your family members, you know, your parents grow up, um, growing up watching your family members drink themselves to the point of, you know, fighting and having cops around all the time and breaking things and physical fights. And then you get together with people that drink and you kind of get the same thing. And then you have family members that are, and by no means am I saying that I have never struggled with anything. Um, but alcohol was not one of them because of the fact that I had so many family members um, that I feel ruined their life and I saw what it has done to my family and my friends and I just was always the caregiver. I was always the one that picked up all the pieces and made sure doors were locked and I was alone constantly at way too young of an age. I was forced to grow up and be the parent and take myself to school and you know, take care of myself. And I'm an only child, so it's not like I had siblings to help out. I do have um, um, step-siblings who we were very, very close. And, you know, we had to go through that together. And it sucked. It sucked all the way around um, for everybody. And, again, seeing it as a child and going through it when it's your family members and then and growing up in that environment, my parents would have huge parties at our house all the time. I was around adults at a very young age. I was around drinking and smoking and just everything at a very young age. And um, it's a weird environment to grow up in. You're just constantly, you know, my parents would fall asleep with, well, not fall asleep, they'd pass out um, with cigarettes in their mouth. So I would constantly be having to put out the cigarettes. And uh, it was just a lot. There was so much so much that I had to go through. And again, when you see your family members and you're with somebody that drinks and you're together with them and then you see it and, you know, I, I just want to say that for those that are struggling with addiction and those that are watching somebody and with somebody, um, that's struggling with addiction, I'm, sorry. It's just such a beast. It's, it's really taken a lot of good people. And, you know, I've heard people say the phrase, well, now I have a good addiction. Now I have a healthy addiction. And I don't think there's such a thing as a healthy addiction. An addiction is an addiction. There is such thing as too much of even a good thing. I mean, you don't want to give up too much love. You don't want to, you can be kind and respectful and love somebody as in you love thy neighbor, you know, like you respect and care for them. But I'm talking like you don't want to, there is such thing as giving up too much love and too much exercise and even too much healthy food. It's okay to once in a while have a candy bar or once in a while treat yourself. So um, addiction is difficult and it's been hard for me to do a podcast because I've kind of been trying to navigate my role if I have one because again my sons are adults and there's only so much you can do 
and you want to let them fall so that they understand that the consequences of their actions are true and real and hard and you want them to have consequences so that they don't want to do that again but you also don't want to see them out on the street you don't you know you still want to give them a fighting chance because you know they're good people you know they mean well you know that they are hard workers and caring and just struggling you know so it's just a difficult balance to not enable but yet still um be there you know and i tend to withdraw a lot when i'm going through a lot of things and i haven't really processed the whole thing with my mom because like i said i feel like i have ptsd given the manner that and the circumstances that she passed away and that whole you know covid restrictions and all of that has really weighed on me and watching my son who is going to be a father next month and i'm hoping you know you can't do it for anybody but yourself if you want to get better it has to be for you it can't be for others even if it's your own child that's coming but i'm just hoping that you know when his son comes maybe it'll trigger something you know he's trying he is trying he's making steps he's making a lot of steps he's made a lot of progress it's just hard because it seems like you know it can be one step forward three steps back one step forward forward two steps back I mean as long as I guess the steps back get less and less that's always good so that has been my where I'm at and plus my internet I've been switching internet companies and trying to get that going and holy cow it's I love living out in the country and it's great but the one downfall is just that when you're trying to do a podcast or anything it's kind of difficult oh god everybody's barking sorry and the horses started neighing across or next to me um at any rate um on the plus side we just went and saw Top Gun which brought back a ton of nostalgia. You know, like I said, I'm 48, so Top Gun came out when I was in eighth grade. So it was totally like taking um, steps in memory, walk down memory lane. And it was pretty great. Um, and I, my sons and I went to go see it together. And we got in the conversation of how, you know, people always think that, like, I always say that the best Batman is the one with Michael Keaton, because that's who I grew up with, was Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson. So I always think that's the best Batman. But they think the best Batman was with um, uh, Christian, I see, I don't even know his name. So they disagree because, and then same with, you know, all the Star Wars movies. I like the original ones, they like the newer. So we started talking about that. Are people kind of prone to like what they grew up with because it brings back that nostalgia and it just has that good memory and it takes them back to their childhood or a place in time that they like or do we think it's the best because sometimes the original is just better the original seems to be better in most things in my opinion but at the same time I've seen a lot of newer movies and I like newer spins on stuff too and of course having a new twist on things is always fun so we just got on that topic of nostalgia and you know, I tend to like the things that I grew up in more, you know, like I said, the Batman I grew up with and the Top Gun I grew up with and all of that. So um, anyways, for all of you who have not seen Top Gun, it just kind of makes you feel like, at least me, makes me feel a little patriotic and, you know, just realizing what an amazing country we live in and how many people try every day to get to this country because it's so amazing 
people try, people risk their lives. They risk their lives to come to this country. And I was born here and I'm proud of that. And um, I'm just feeling patriotic. So if you haven't seen the movie, maybe we all need to see it just to remember that there are a lot of people who are dying to try to get here. And it's because it's a good country. And it was built on things that a lot of people wanted to try to destroy. And we said no. And so I'm hoping that we all unite and we all realize that the end goal is that we, the people, need to take back our country and we can make the decisions and we can do that by just looking at things from different perspectives different angles and listening to each other instead of talking over each other and trying to come to at least um a happy medium you know where both sides are giving up and getting you know but anyways i didn't mean to make it political it's just that you know it brought me back to the 80s, 90s, where, sure, there was shit going on. Things were not perfect. Nobody had it work, you know, all worked out. Nobody will ever have it worked out. It doesn't matter what generation you're from. We're always going to be learning. At least I hope. It'll be a really sad, sad day if we just know everything, you know. We're never going to know everything. We're one tiny, tiny little planet in a sea of many things surrounding us. So we're never going to stop learning. So we can't pretend like we know it all. Nobody can. Nobody knows it all. Some of us may know certain topics more than others or whatever, but nobody knows it all. And I hope to God that never changes. So anyways, thank you for being patient. Thank you for sticking around. And I wish you all a happy Monday. A happy Tuesday, a happy week. And um, I will, I'm trying, I'm trying to do better because that's, I think, what we're all trying to do. So I'm going to stop making promises and I'm going to stop making guarantees because, like I've said in the past, it's almost like once I say it out loud, I don't do it. So we're just going to do the dang thing, right? Anyways, I'm Courtney Perry. Thanks again for listening to episode 24 of the Ramblings of an Insomniac. Until later. Thank you.